This audio program may contain descriptions of violence and topics that may not be suitable for everyone. Please listen with caution. Do you know what the most frightening thing in the world is? It's fear. I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains. Why, she wouldn't even harm a fly. Have we not been recording? No, we haven't been. Come on, Austin, you missed gold. <laughs> so, oh yes, yeah, so much gold. I was repping. We're just. Fucking, I was repping another podcast. I know. We're just. Uh, what's his face from Rudolph on here with all our gold? <laughs> you know exactly who I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. So, I wanted to talk to you about one thing that poppity pop popped on my Facebook uh, profile. Not profile timeline, I guess. Okay. How did News it pop? feed. Pop, pop, pop. pop it pop, pop. popped like a green and nasty-ass popcorn because this is a recent story about a 22-year-old man mm-hmm. who murdered a 21-year-old man with an axe. Okay. And then he cooked and tried to eat his body parts. What do you mean Tried. I don't think, I, I think he succeeded do in some. Do or do not, there I is know. no try. It's, <laughs> but also, possibly the weirder part of the story, he has a 12-year-old girlfriend, which that's, that's not your girlfriend. Part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she's being accused of taking part in the murder and dismembering the body. He also, I think, fed her the man's brain. It's probably the easiest part to eat. I think it would be a weird texture, right? People eat cow brain. True. Sweet bread. And there's, you know, pictures of them, but everything's blurred out because, you know, she's underage and whatever. So they told police that they ate him because there was nothing Uh else to eat. Um, And they beheaded the body, cut the arms off. And uh, some of their the organs were removed. Like I said, the brain, I think the heart was also removed and they put everything into a frying pan and some of it was still in there when the cops came and they were like the contents of the frying pan did not look like fresh meat found at the supermarket well (laughs) great observation (laughs) (laughs) so they actually tried to set their apartment on fire uh, to cover the evidence, but good plan. Yeah, that never but works. But they forgot that there were things called firefighters. Yeah, that, would that just come too. And put the fire out, and then well, so neighbors saw the smoke coming uh-huh. from their apartment, and they saw them climbing out the window. So they're like, "Oh my god, these people are in trouble." Right. We're gonna call the fire place, the Russian the firefighters. Fire I don't <laughs> know what they call the Russian ones. <laughs> I think um, they call them firefighters in Russian. <laughs> Firefighters. <laughs> That's what they call them. <laughs> that was a nice Dracula accent. I tried. <laughs> I tried hard. So this guy who killed the dude, they say that the 12-year-old may have thrown in a few whacks. Uh-huh. But he is being obviously called a pedophile axe man. Because <laughs> well, he, he is both. He is. And they admitted that they had had sex at some time after the murder. I think we don't care no, about we your don't business. care about that. So he's being tried for having sex with an underage child that has a ten year maximum sentence. And then um Good, yeah, let them out after ten. Yeah. Well, and the girl has no criminal responsibility at all. Even though apparently she did 
axe the dude and eat some yeah, of him. She should have some. Even yeah. if it's just like, what do they call it when you mess with a body? Uh, tampering. Tampering. Yeah. Is it tampering? Don't they have a it's word for it? Abuse of a corpse abuse sometimes. Of a corpse. Yeah. So that's developing from Russia. And it's just a really weird case. And there are like. Well, Russians are weird. Yeah. Sorry. And no one knows the motive behind it, too. No. So it's like, who knows? Did they want to eat human meat? Did they not like this dude? Did they just want to flat out kill someone? Who the fuck knows? Yeah, it sounds like they wanted to eat human meat. It sounds like they, well, they may have been, like, really poor and couldn't afford yeah, food, but, but also were just like, let's kill this dude. There's also, like, shelters and stuff. I, right? Yeah. Or you, if you kidnapped someone and you were like, hey, dude, we're either going to kill you and eat you or you're going to give us money for food. They'd give you they'd money. Give you money for food. If they had money, they'd they give money, you they'd money. They'd give you that money for food. Yeah. Or they'd be like, "Go to my house. Here's the address. Mm-hmm. Just uh, take as much food as you need. Just yeah. don't kill me and eat me." <laughs> you think they yeah. try anything else? Yeah. Well, I mean, like me, I'd rather just steal. Like I'd rather yeah. rob a bank. You think you think you'd go and, and steal them. some food or something yeah. before you would try to take a twenty-one-year-old man, axe him to death a bunch of and times, eat him. and then. Eat all his organs, which doesn't seem like it would even be the tastiest part. Well, I don't know. Some organs are good. People love liver. People do. I don't understand I don't it. I'd like but a nice muscle. I don't know if, I don't know how human meat compares to. They say we're very pork-like. Yeah, but it, they say that in taste, but are we in the same, like, is our belly like bacon if we cook it? You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. don't know. Like, are our it's, muscles tougher? It or... also depends on, like, how much fat you have on you. Right. That kind of stuff. It's, you know, we're we're not bred to be eaten, so we don't have the well, same we don't know kind that. of. <laughs> the no aliens are it. breeding us. No one's, no one's ever tried it, so. People have tried it. <laughs> yeah, but not not well. No, not, like, not to completion. Like, people... If we didn't eat cows, then we'd say the same thing about cows. Cows aren't yeah. bred to be eaten. True, it's like, right? Because no one, if no one, but tries they do to eat have. Them. They have a certain, you know, we get them to a certain fat level and all that shit. Yeah, but we do that because we chose that. Thing. Yeah, if people did that, like if we would make sure we had a a, yeah. a good ratio. Be like, going. no, 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 eat that cake. You'll be fine. Just keep going. Then you'd get all fatty and gross, and then they would chop you up and eat you. Yeah, it's like the feeder community. Yeah. Exactly like that. Except for you eat people in the end. Would you eat a person ethically? No. Not even if it was ethically sourced meat? How would it be? Someone donates their body? No. (laughs) Because you know what it is? Mm -hmm. I don't even want to eat actual meat. I just can't say no because my body... Needs it. I have to to work on cutting down sugar and carbs before I can go no meat. (laughs) So like yeah, that, that's like well, the last on my list because it's bad for the environment. It's mm-hmm. not great for your health. Like all this shit where it's like, you sh- we really just shouldn't eat it. There's no reason. There's well, no reason to have it. Meat is a great source of straight protein. Right, but you can get straight pr- protein a thousand and one ways nowadays. You just don't yeah. need it. In the olden days, you needed it because yeah. there wasn't other ways to get. It's a just bunch usually of protein. not in as a natural and condensed way. Like, you'd have to eat a shit ton of nuts or something to get the same level of protein, you know? Mm. So then it's higher calories. No, but there's so many things nowadays that are, like, 
like protein powders, but yeah. then you're it's kind of like all chemicals. It's it's a yeah, really but it's tough not balance. Chemical, just because it's artificial doesn't mean it's bad. No, it doesn't. It's just because also it's, like if you it's not if you think about thing. if you think about there's so many things that I guess eating meat isn't the problem, right? It's how it's we, like it's how yeah. we source it and how like it's ruining the earth mm-hmm. now. Yeah, that's, those are and the there's issues. like a bunch of chemicals pumped into it and mm-hmm. like animals are being treated terribly just to die. It's like if they were all living happily on these farms and then just every now and then you ate some meat, it'd be fine. Yeah. But now that America's like stuck on meat, it's like gotta have meat. It's like well yeah. then well well and there's too many goddamn people yeah to feed. So. It's like just don't eat as much. Yeah, that's it's like, like wagyu beef, right? Mm-hmm. It's so expensive, but it's also like all those cows are happy. They're all fed really well. Uh-huh. There's no artificial flavors, or chemicals, whatever. So it's like if they were all like that. Yeah, it's like how I say that the people who follow the paleo diet should have to hunt their food. Because that's paleo. The paleo people hunted their food. So go out mm-hmm. and kill a chicken. You need to expel the calories anyway. <laughs> You know? No, I mean, I don't get it, but (laughs) sure. It makes more sense if you're doing a true paleo diet. Right. It's like, yeah, we'll just live how they lived. Cool. Cool. Well, in the way that you eat. Yeah. Anyway. So this actually goes right in to my story for today. So this week we're talking about female serial killers, which is a topic I honestly can't believe we haven't done before. But I feel like we have. No, we haven't. It's not a, a part two or anything. We've done like, uh, you know, couples who kill and stuff like that, but we haven't done. You know why? Up. Why? Because female serial killers are boring. Oh, mine is so not boring. I can't wait to tell you about her. I'm going to tell you about Leonarda Cianciulli, and she was born in Montella, Italy, on April 18, 1894. Her mother, Amelia Dinolfi, actually became pregnant with Leonarda after being raped by a man named Mariano Cianciulli, who she was then forced to marry because of the pregnancy. So we're not starting off on a great foot for Leonarda. Only she got married. <laughs> Yes, that I'm sure that was her favorite part of it. Well, could be worse. She could be unmarried, and then I'm she sure be... she'd rather be unmarried than married to her rapist. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, nowadays, yeah, that sounds awful. But like back then, it might be worse. Mm, maybe where it's like, okay, if you're unmarried now, like you can't do anything. Yeah. Nobody wants you for the rest of your life. You're gonna it's be always alone it's and... always the better option if you could hook up with some other dude and then yeah. just marry him and he'll just kind of accept it. You know that never happens. No, it, it's <laughs> very rare. Leonardo's family was very poor during her childhood, and her mother was emotionally abusive to her. Her father died when she was still a child, and her mother remarried soon after. So we got. Rid of the rapist. Hallelujah. She suffered from depression and attempted to take her own life twice before she reached the age of 18. Leonardo was always a little bit superstitious, and as an older teen, she visited a fortune teller to find out what her future held. The fortune teller told her that she would get married and have many children, but none would grow old. In 1914... Thank you, fucking bitch. <laughs> She's like, Keep great, I wanted advice, but cool. Just You could have just said, I'll get married someday, yeah, but fine, You could have been whatever. like, you'll have kids. Yeah. Like, even that was fine. Yeah, that, that would have been good. Just leave out the last part, yeah. you know? In 1914, she married a registry office clerk named Raphael Pansardi, and she was 
fairly young at the time. I think she was like 20. And her parents strongly disapproved of this relationship. They had arranged for Leonardo to be set up with a much more respectable and well-off bachelor before she married her husband. So they were basically like, listen, we have this dude whose parents have money. And then if you marry him, we all will never have to struggle again. Right. So it would have been a real solid thing for her to do for everyone involved. But she was like, but no, she fuck was that. A selfish. A little bit. So Pansardi was much older than Leonardo. What and... the fuck, girl? Maybe the <laughs> other guy. He's rich at least. Well, and this guy was of modest means. Like I said, he had yeah. like a normal job. So why job. did she even want him? Who knows? That is lost to the history books. He must have had a great sense of humor. Or a great dick. Either one. Interchangeable. (laughs) Her parents were so upset by this marriage that on her wedding day, her mother cursed the couple and doomed her to a life of misery. Well, it sounds just like my mother. (laughs) Sounds like your grandmother. All of your births. (laughs) Leonardo and Pansardi moved to Lauria in 1921 where they encountered financial hardship almost immediately. Within the first few years of Leonardo's marriage, she was imprisoned for fraud because she was hustling. After she was released, the family, now with a couple of young children, relocated to Lacedonia in the late 1920s. In 1930, their home was destroyed by an earthquake, causing the family to become destitute and move once again, this time to the town of Correggio. This led Leonardo and those who knew her to believe that her mother's curse had taken effect. As the years progressed, Leonardo's bad luck seemed only to grow. She became pregnant 17 times. Ew. Yeah. But only four of her children survived past the age of 10. 13... Wait, did she have 17 kids, though, or did some of them so were they? So 13 were miscarriages. They died before okay. they were born. And then the rest had died, like I said, under the age of 10. Well, that's only four. Yeah. So, you know, only a few gravestones, I guess. I mean, just for back then, I feel like it was kind of, yeah. So they did say that while a lot of children died during that time, hers was a high number. Like her ratio was shit. So not batting a hundred over here with these kids. She almost, isn't she though? In the other direction, a hundred percent of her kids are dead. She's closer to that than anything else. Wait, how many survived? Four out of 17. Yeah, but when did they die? I thought you said before 10. Um, Yeah, 17 died before they reached the age of 10. Four survived past the age of 10. Oh, I thought you were saying she had 17 kids, 13 were miscarriages, four were normal, the four died before they were age of 10. No, no, she had um, had 13 miscarriages, then she had four that lived to not be 10, to be under 10, and then she had four that survived past 10. So she was pregnant 22 times, 21 times. Oh, wait. Yes. Sorry. Scratch that. Three were under the age of 10. There were 10 miscarriages, if I believe, if I remember correctly. Okay. Yeah. The, the numbers are... Gotcha. So and they're had, also okay. a little patchy because, like, if you miscarry early on, it's like, mm, did you miscarry or is something else going on? We're not really sure. So she wait, could... Like what? <laughs> yeah. Like, I just a few weeks ago thought I was miscarrying, but I just had a birth cyst. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I thought you meant, like, okay, she knows she's pregnant, but then she miscarries... But it's not, like, I thought you meant, like, is she punching her stomach? Or no, she, no. She, she like, wait, really what? wanted all of her children. She was, like, Ugh. cuckoo about having children. Well, then she's the worst. Yes. 17 kids. That's kids. 17 pregnancies? Holy shit yeah. for your body. Just walk crazy. out after, like, the 11th. <laughs> I think before then. But yeah, maybe. I mean, 
I think they, your vagina is pretty resilient. Yeah, uh, it snaps back, and yeah. then at number eleven, it just yeah, like a balloon. It has no snap anymore. No, it's lost its its jive. <laughs> it, it needs to get its groove back, yes, like Stella. It really does. After eleven, it really, yeah. really does. So Leonarda eventually consulted. Which, sorry, what an ugly name. It's not a great name, <laughs> Leonardo. Like but just with an no. A. Let's just change it. <laughs> Leonardo. It's like my name. Yeah, it's like my name. Yeah, except for your name is still Austin. It's even just it's Austin. It's just with a Y. Yeah, but it's not like now it's pronounced like yeah. Austin. Austin. Yes. If like I just make Austin. everyone call me Austin. <laughs> Austin um, with a Y, you have to say it at yeah. the end. <laughs> so this new fortune teller told Leonardo, quote, in your right hand, I see prison. In your left, a criminal asylum. That was her big Well, prediction. what do you see behind my back? <laughs> oh, where is it now? Look at this magic Ooh. trick. Yeah. Oh, it's behind your ear. So <laughs> she pulls out a quarter and she's like, oh, now it's death. Yeah. <laughs> so with her fears of being cursed seemingly confirmed by this fortune teller, Leonardo became fiercely superstitious. She was just a little stitious. Now she's superstitious. So just <laughs> like TV Wonder. I was like, she who's saying that song? Yes. I was thinking of the Raven Simone cover. Yes. Um, I was like, you can't say Raven Simone. No, no. one will get it. <laughs> so when her favorite son, Giuseppe, decided, oh, <laughs> decided to join the Italian army in 1939, she decided to take drastic measures to keep him and her three children safe. You know what they call Giuseppe in American? What? Joey. Yeah. It's a, it's like a form of Joseph, kind of, right? Yeah, what, in what, what, in what world is that? <laughs> His nickname should be Jizz. I, I mean, it's just like Giuseppe sounds nothing like Joey. No, she loved her little Jizzy. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Leonardo had opened a small shop when the family moved to Correggio. Can I guess what kind of shop it is? Sure. Um. Is it a seamstress one? No. As far as I could tell. Sell delicate baked goods? No. Well, so she sold some baked goods. It was kind oh. of like, like she <laughs> sold some cookies and tea cakes, but then she also had like handmade wares, like soaps and moisturizer and gotcha. shit like so that. So kind of like a. She was real hipster about it. Yeah. She, it was like a fancy general store. Yeah. Like, have yeah. some snacks. It was like a little homemade. And some fun soaps. Yeah. It was, it was kind of cute. Bath bombs. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's about to get knocked cute. Okay. So this shop became successful, which gave the family some financial security, which was really good. Well, it would have been better if she just married that guy. I know she wouldn't have Every had to day open the shop. Every day like, fuck. Every day when she's making the soap, she's thinking about the life she could yeah, have had. Yeah, could have been wealthy. Yeah. She had cultivated a positive reputation in the neighborhood as being friendly and likable. She also fancied herself a fortune teller and had started to give readings. You can't just fancy yourself <laughs> she does. She is the fanciest. I fancy myself a doctor. <laughs> Let me cut you open. Yep. So she started giving readings to women in the neighborhood for extra cash on the side. Mm -hmm. These women trusted Leonardo and respected her advice. But with her fearing that her son was at risk of dying in World War II, Leonardo chose her family and her super superstition over her clients. What's that mean? Ooh, you're going to find out. <laughs> how, so, how is she going to keep about a World War II by <laughs> killing people? Let's find out, yep, I guess. Let's find out. Uh, Leonardo believed that she could protect her son from the perils of war by offering human sacrifices in his place. 
basically a person for a person. Not the way it works. Uh, in her mind, it was. Someone should have told her. <laughs> One of the real <laughs> you fortune been tellers there. would have. <laughs> yeah. One woman who sought out Leonardo's services was 50-year-old Faustina Setti. Setti was a lifelong spinster that solicited Leonardo's advice in finding a husband. Spinster sounds so fun, and it really, it's not fun. No, it's it conjures a sad image. Yeah, but it sounds like it's like, ooh, a spinster. Yeah. What are you, Rumpelstiltskin? Yeah, you're spinning gold yeah. out there. Now, it, it's, it's a like, little no, sad. you're just lonely and sad, yeah. and but nobody also, loves you. But also, she was, I guess for that time, maybe it was a little on the old side, but she was 50, so it wasn't Very like she old. was an old hag you know yeah but she's a spinster she is a spinster she's unmarried and unloved (laughs) no family we'll see that later leonarda told seti that she saw a partner for her in the city of pola croatia leonarda asked seti not to tell anyone about this revelation she had had Mm -hmm. because it would be bad luck and then it wouldn't happen she also instructed seti to write letters and postcards to friends to be mailed to them when she arrived in Pola. Okay. On the day that Seti was planning to leave, she stopped into Leonardo's shop to visit her. Leonardo was prepared for her arrival and offered her a glass of celebratory wine, which she had drugged. When Seti was unconscious, Leonardo killed her with an axe mm-hmm. and dragged her body into a closet. She then dismembered Seti's body and collected her blood into a basin. She later described what she did next. You're ready for this long-ass quote from her? Sure. Straight from the horse's mouth. She says, She says, I threw the pieces into a pot, added seven kilos of caustic soda, which I had bought to make soap, and stirred the mixture until the pieces dissolved into a thick, dark mush that I poured into several buckets and emptied in a nearby septic tank. As for the blood in the basin, I waited until it had coagulated, dried it in the oven, ground it and mixed it with flour, sugar, chocolate, milk, and eggs, as well as a bit of margarine, kneading all the ingredients together. I made lots of crunchy tea cakes and served them to the ladies who came to visit, though Giuseppe and I also ate them. I mean, people make cookies with blood all the time. <laughs> it's like a real Sweeney it's Todd like, it's vibe like a blood up pudding. in here. Kind of. It's only no humans. one knew. <laughs> they were yeah, not consciously. You know. <laughs> they knew. <No. laughs> when, they could smell it. <laughs> and we also don't know if Giuseppe knew that his mother was feeding him human. So he knew. Mm-hmm. When Fucking Se- Giuseppe. Never <laughs> met one I trusted. <laughs> When Seti was gone, Leonardo claimed her life savings in the amount of 30,000 lire as payment Which for her only services. $2. Two American dollars. <laughs> Apparently, it was somewhere kind of near like 30 grand, I think. Um, so just one on one, probably. Yeah. Like similar, you know. Um, Leonardo had succeeded in her first murder, but she wasn't about to stop and risk her children's lives. Because now she's like, well, let me double down and protect all my children, one for each child. So she's got to go for four. I thought she only had three kids. Oh, no, three of them died before. Okay. Leonardo turned her attention to another one of her clients, Francesca Salvi. Like Seti, she was a husband and childless woman looking for help in her personal life. What a spinster. They're all spinsters just spinning away. (laughs) Leonardo... (laughs) Just making, you know, blankets out of their cat's hair. Yep. (laughs) 
<laughs> Leonardo convinced her that she had organized a teaching job for Soavi in Piacenza. She persuaded Salvi to write postcards to friends that detailed her plans. Exactly like Seti, Suavi, Suavi, Suavi visited Leonardo the morning she was to depart. Sorry, and she got her a job. That's why she's leaving. Yeah, she's like, listen, I've hooked you up with this sweet job. Great. Just travel What's to the this job? place. It was a teaching job. Good. So or now wait. you'll be a teacher and a spinster. Yes. You'll um, be miserable. Yeah. Oh, man, at work. <laughs> it was for an all-girls school. She was like, We're, I'm going to send you this place. You're going to be a teacher. It's going to be great. So on September You'll 5th, meet a man. Yes, Ooh. At an old-girls school. It'll be just like Little Princess. Yeah. Where the hot dad get you know. Oops. Spoiler. Yeah. That movie's old. You should have seen it by now. He's alive. Uh, so on September 5th, 1940, Leonardo offered her the drugged wine and Suave fell unconscious. Leonardo once again picked up her axe and hacked Suave's body apart. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Is Suave not Italian? Here? Isn't Leonardo Italian, right? Yeah, this is all in Italy. Suave is a weird I don't know if name, I'm saying right? it right. It's spelled S-O-A-V-I. Soavi or something Soavi, like that. Soavi maybe or something. Yeah, that's just yeah. how I'm pronouncing it. She might. I mean, her name. her parents might not be fully Italian yeah, or whatever. It's just it's. I just I I. You were saying Suave, and I guess I was thinking like French. F-W, yeah, like yeah. something with mm-hmm. weird U's like and X's. Yeah. yeah, no, it's spelled differently. So again, she used her victim's body to make pastries, unbeknownst to her shop patrons. And this time, she collected only three thousand lire. From her victim saving. So only liar, liar. a tenth of Can't what she... Liar. Yeah. <laughs> only 25 days passed before Leonardo decided to kill again. She set her sights on 53-year-old Virginia... Oh, God. I thought you were going to say virgin. <laughs> yes, like, well, a virgin. Chachiopo. <laughs> um, Chachiopo was a former opera singer and had sung at La Scala. Chachiopo was looking for work, and Leonardo claimed to have Is found her... Is she like her... Madonna? No. She doesn't have a first or last name. She's, it's just one name. Oh, no. It's Virginia Chiachopo. Chiachopo, sorry. So, Leonardo claimed to have found her job working as a secretary for an unnamed impresario in Florence. Mm-hmm. Just like the previous victims, she instructed Chiachopo not to tell anyone where she was going. Chiachopo agreed and visited Leonardo's shop on September 30th, 1940, to say goodbye. Chiachopo was drugged, killed, and dismembered, just as Seti and Suave had been. However, Leonardo used Chachiopo's body to make soap as well as baked goods. I was going to say, I would have made yeah. soap. According to Leonardo, quote, she ended up in the pot like the other two. Her flesh was fat and white. When it had melted, I added a bottle of cologne, and after a long time on the boil, I was able to make some most acceptable creamy soap. I gave bars to neighbors and acquaintances. The cakes, too, were better. That woman was really sweet. Ugh, she's a little creepy. Leonardo claimed 50,000 lire as payment for Chachiopo's savings. However, unlike the first two victims, Chachiopo was not familyless. She had a sister-in-law who grew suspicious after seeing Chachiopo enter Leonardo's shop and never come back out. So it isn't clear. I think her husband had died. 
Gotcha. So she might have been a widow, and that's why the sister-in-law was like, hey, what's up oh, with you? Oh, it's not like her brother's wife? Oh, it could be. Any guess is great because it doesn't specify. Yeah. So her suspicion was furthered when the postcard she received from Chachiopo came. It seemed strange and coerced. She went to the superintendent of police in Reggio Emilia, with her hunch. The police opened an investigation and confronted Leonardo. She denied having anything to do with Chachiopo's disappearance, and the police then turned their attention to her son, Giuseppe. When her son was accused of the murders, the fiercely protective Leonardo confessed to everything and told police that her son had nothing to do with the killings. He just ate them, I swear. <laughs> and then he just starts throwing up because yeah. he didn't know. Leonardo was put on trial for murder in Reggio Emilia in 1946. She testified at the trial and remained unrepentant throughout the proceedings. According to an official account, quote, Leonardo gripped the witness stand rail with oddly delicate hands and calmly set the prosecutor right on certain details. Her deep-set dark eyes gleamed with a wild inner pride as she concluded, quote, I gave the copper ladle, which I used to skim the fat off the kettles, to my country, which was so badly in need of metal during the last days of the war. So she donated well, that wow. ladle. You're real. She's a patriot. Woman. After just mere days, <laughs> Italian, they have. She, she's a stamp in Italy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God for that ladle. Yeah. God save the yeah. ladle. <laughs> After just mere days, the trial ended, and Leonardo Cianciulli was found guilty of murder and was sentenced to 30 years in prison and three years in a criminal insane asylum. Wow, they didn't. They didn't kill her. No, mm -mm, they weren't going to kill such a obviously nice woman. Such a, I mean, she's the savior of Italy. Yeah, I know. She gave her ladle. Her one ladle. With this sentencing, the prophecy of the fortune teller relayed to Leonardo decades prior came to fruition. Except for the dead kid part. No, all her, her kids died. Well, yeah, we, still Giuseppe so and the other. I people. don't know when they died. She said they'd never grow old, but I can't find any information gotcha. about their lives. And then after they walk this. out of the court and they all get hit they, by lightning. Yeah. <laughs> A car just runs yeah. them all over. While in prison, Leonardo wrote an autobiography called Le Confessioni di un anima amoreggiata, or Confessions Good. of a Bitter yep. Soul. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I it's a great title mm -hmm. for a book. Leon I only knew that because I know the word bitter in Italian because <laughs> my grandmother. Because the <laughs> there's a there's a there's like a type of cookie. And oh, it a has, bitter cookie. It's like, yeah, it's yeah. like something bitter because you put, I guess it was made like poor people. You put the bitter rinds of like lemons and oh, oranges like and a, stuff. You like yeah. grind it up and put them in there and then you take them out once uh -huh. they so it's like a lemon orange cookie, oh, but that actually it's kind of good. a little bitter. Yeah. You roll it in sugar, but. Yeah. I used to be so much better at pronouncing Italian. Italian's hard. I fucking it never is. learned it. That's for sure. Well, I only learned it in the context of opera. Yeah, so you so, should just like, sing it when you I do should, it. I should, yeah. It'll be much <laughs> It'll easier. It'll bring it back. <laughs> yeah. Leonardo spent 24 years in a women's criminal asylum before succumbing to cerebral apoplexy, an intracranial hemorrhage, basically, mm -hmm. on October 15, 1970. She was 76 years old. Her body was returned to her family for burial. So she still had a family. She had someone out there. Could be siblings i don't know or her husband i guess it's, oh, she still had a husband at this time hell yeah 
He he didn't leave her. He was just like, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) I guess. I don't know. I hope that's a direct quote. The quote, I guess. guess, I don't don't know. know. (laughs) Today, the tale of the soap maker of Correggio haunts the town of Correggio, Italy. I wonder where Correggio, Italy is. I've never heard of it before. When I looked up, it was kind of in the middle of nowhere, like in the center so not by Roma. No, it's it's a, a few hours away from Rome, I believe. Several items belonging to Leonardo were donated to the Criminology Museum in Rome. I want to go there. Me too. And they're on display to this uh, day. So who the, knew there was a criminology museum in, in Rome? Rome? I know. Just like there's a chocolate museum in Spain, yes. in Barcelona. Oh yeah. I mean that makes sense. But yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> the collection includes the murder axes, her knives, and the pot her victims were boiled oh, that in. Pot. That's how crazy. much you think I have to get for that pot? Like a twenty layer. Listen, that's their star attraction. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just take it. So that's the story of Leonardo Cianciulli. The soap maker of Correggio. And people are like, she's a cannibal and all this stuff. And it's like kind of just out of necessity, I guess. Yep. (laughs) That's where Correggio is. Oh, yeah. It is in the middle. Yeah. It's a little bit by Bologna. Yeah, Bologna. (laughs) It's not nearly anything I've ever heard Yeah, it's like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Where is, uh, like, where's Florence? It's right there. Yeah. I guess that's. I don't know. I was going to give some kind of marker in case people... Oh, yeah. It's by Florence, but not really. It's It's north of Florence. (laughs) It's a little bit southwest of Bologna. Mm -hmm. Bologna. Bologna. Um, (laughs) You know, the Italians pronounce that hard G. Bologna. (laughs) According to my old uh, Italian teacher, Florence is a trash city. (laughs) Florence is a trash city. (laughs) Yeah. That's all. My grandma says that too. Yeah, well, apparently they have a trash problem. Yeah. Like, it's a thing. It's like a bad city. Yeah. Not a bad city. Let's not it's, say it's a bad no, city. No, I'm sure it's lovely, but it's apparently beautiful, there's a trash issue. but it issue. is, yeah. Isn't yeah. it like a big wine? It's a big wine place. Yeah, I think so. But so is um more Tuscany. up north. Yeah. Uh, Tuscany wine. That's the only place I can think of when I'm like, wine in Italy. Mm-hmm. Tuscany. Probably because of that movie, Under the Tuscan yes. Sun. <laughs> I was just thinking. I, the cover of that <laughs> yes, movie. Yes, yes. Where I just heard a lot of yellow. Yep. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I remember it vividly. Uh, well, anyway, I'm doing not really. I mean, this is cheating. I'm a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. Because I'm doing Carla Hamacha, mm-hmm. who obviously is a couple killer. Yeah. But, she had her own fucked up in she, Yeah. She just baffles me. And like I said, most female serial... Yours was pretty good, but a lot of female serial killers are boring. Yeah. Or they kill their own kids, and that's sad. I don't want to do that. When I was researching, I was like, it's either just going to be they killed their kids, they killed other people's kids, or they were a nurse. poison, yeah, Yeah. nurses. Or it was a husband. That's like the categories. It's very rare that you find... You find like a, a... woman just like serial killer who's yeah. killing random people who just because they like it i think yeah. eileen warnos is one of the only yeah. ones that you could argue that she mm-hmm. just liked it you know right whereas this bitch was just like her husband was just like the soap's been good lately hon yeah. <laughs> you know god you're doing great baby i'm really loving these cookies Did i ever tell you that story where <laughs> one day i was at the place i nanny and uh, the mom was like freaking out she was like, oh, my God, I'm so late. And then she forgot stuff and then she was running around. And all of a sudden, <laughs> as she's leaving, she's like, okay, I really got to go. And her husband just goes, you're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> That's great. I just thought it was like the sweetest, yeah. cutest thing for him. You're doing great. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. Yeah. You're doing your best. <laughs> you're, doing, you're doing good. Uh, so anyway, Carla Homolka was born May 4th, 
May the 4th be with you. <laughs> 1970. In Port Credit, Ontario, Canada. Now. A. <laughs> A. <laughs> this is the only time that I'll be like, oh, Ontario. Okay, so Ontario is a province. Yes. Port Credit is the city. Okay. I'm just, now I'm just speaking to myself because oh. I can never remember which one's a province. Canada like, is, like, it because, seems like, so big. Yeah, because Toronto is a city. Mm-hmm. But what province is it in? Um, I'm not Winnipeg? sure. I just, no. I just <laughs> know that it's not one of the French provinces. Like Montreal is yes. a French province. Yes. But I, I don't okay, know the Montreal's rest. Montreal's a province, not a city. No, Montreal's a city. I misspoke. You're, okay. you're right. So it's, it's a, in the French province. Is it in it, Ontario as well? Is I Ontario don't French? think so. <laughs> I don't think Ontario is In its French? province or it's Providence? No, it's Providence. Providence, Providence Rhode Island. Yeah, so it's a it's not one of the um the French ones. One of the French Toronto ones. is in Ontario. It's the capital. Okay, so Ontario yeah, Ontario's a, the an area. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. God, why are we so bad at that? And what's the one we were talking about with the M? Montreal. Montreal. See that's in Quebec. Quebec Quebec is Quebec's the, French the other one. one. I know Quebec, I know Ontario. And mm-hmm. I know Winnipeg. Yes. What are the other ones? Who knows? Who so sorry, knows. Canada. Yeah, we apologize to but, Canada. But, you know, this was your moment to make you feel like you really know a lot. You know, they really, as they're driving in their <laughs> yeah, car, they're, they're like, just shouting what at idiots. us because we're idiots. <laughs> so there's provinces are Ontario, British Columbia, That's Quebec, okay. Alberta. I thought that was just a description No, it's, Like, oh, British I Columbia. I know. It seems Alberta. very general. I did know Alberta. Nova Scotia. Right. Okay. These are Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. Manitoba. Mm-hmm. Uh, New Brunswick, Newfoundland, and Labrador, and the Prince Edward Island. So Winnipeg is not a problem. No, apparently. I think fuck? it's a city. In where? Winnipeg. Oh, wait. Is it in? It's in Manitoba. Okay. So Manitoba is yes. the province. Okay. Is the province, and Winnipeg Alberta's is a city. Alberta's the one with the pig guy, right? I think so. Okay. Well, it's not important, but shout out to all the Canadians. Yeah. We hope to Where's visit Kansas? You. <laughs> How's that feel? <laughs> where's West Covina, California? How about where's Kansas City? Because it might not be where you think it is. Yeah. <laughs> ha ha. Tricked ha, you. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> okay. So she's born in Port Credit, Ontario. Mm-hmm. To Carl. Right? She's Carla. He's oh, Carl. <laughs> with a K. Yeah. That's not great. And her mother's name is Dorothy. Oh, I kind of like Dorothy yeah, better. Yeah, me too. Her father was a Czechoslovakian immigrant. Mm, that explains it. Who often got drunk and fought with her mother while Carla and her two younger siblings had to watch. Ugh, they're forced to yeah. watch. Yeah. Watch this fight. <laughs> we don't have television. Yeah. It's like, we won't go to our rooms. We'll just watch. Yeah. <laughs> so Carla was also as asthmatic as a kid. And because of this, she was hospitalized frequently. Fucking nerd. Yeah. <laughs> But other than that, she seemed like a pretty normal child, despite her rough father. Mm-hmm. And people said as a teen and stuff, she was pretty popular and loved by everyone around her. She really loved animals and started working at a vet's office in oh. high school, like just mm-hmm. answering phone calls and whatnot. So when she was 17, this passion for animals led her to a pet convention. The same pet convention that Paul Bernardo attended. Paul Bernardo was born August 27, 1964. In Ontario, Canada. See, now it sounds like a city. Don't know what city it's just was born. It's an area. In. It's, I guess, kind of just like saying they were born in North Dakota or something. Yeah, I guess yeah, so. like okay. a state. So the Bernardos were well off. They were middle class family. Mm-hmm. 
Paul Bernardo was described a lot as a child as being like totally normal, mm-hmm. great child, happy, go lucky, had a great childhood. Yeah. But except in 1975, he was charged with child molestation. So not not a great child. Not <laughs> no, great. not awesome. So rumors even started that he molested his own daughter. Um, Paul Bernardo did not seem to be affected by this dark turn. I don't know why I wrote it like this, but basically, wait, he had a daughter. Yeah, eventually he it, like he has oh, a daughter. Eventually. Yeah, okay. he has. A, yeah, I thought that was while he was still young. I'm like, no, what? no, 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 no. This is just like yeah. him. Of, like he starts to grow up in his teens and stuff, but it's weird because everyone's like, no, he had a great childhood. Mm-hmm. But and then, then but then changes. people start coming out and being like, well, actually, he was really he was kind of weird, whatever. Mm-hmm. Kind of rewriting but, history a little. But everyone. Only really close people to the family. So, like, people in his school were always like, oh, yeah, he was great. Like, yeah. he was a happy-go-lucky mm-hmm. kid. It wasn't until he was 16 when his mother revealed to him that he was actually the result of an extramarital affair that Bernardo's outward behavior began to noticeably change. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty rough to tell your kid. I mean, who the fuck cares? I mean, <laughs> in, great, in your Mom, teens. get the fuck out of my room. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about what you're saying. I'm watching SpongeBob. <laughs> Mom, I hate you. <laughs> So he began to refer to his own mother as a slob and a whore. Well, was she wrong? (laughs) So when he went off to study at the University of Toronto, he became adept at picking women up at bars only to later on humiliate them and beat them. And his mother later came out and was like, yeah, you know, there was some weird things. Like he was a happy-go-lucky children, but that's what started to come out where it'd be like. But then all of a sudden he would just turn mm. and have like moments of like, oh, but because most of the time he was fine, you don't really think about it. You're just yeah. like, oh, he has this weird thing where like every now and then he just like he loses gets, it a yeah. little. Yeah. And it seems like he has massive mommy issues now. So yeah. Well, him and Carla become close. Some say they're obsessed with each other. And then all of a sudden, in May of 1987, the suburb of Scarborough in Ontario was plagued by a series of horrific crimes. Mm. In the early hours of the morning of May 4th, 1987, a young woman getting off the bus was grabbed and brutally raped near her parents' home. Over the next week alone, there would be two more assaults. But she lived? They lived. These are? Yes. Okay. A lot of these are going to just be rapes. Mm. I'll say the, there's going to be no names for them because yeah. obviously because they lived. So mm-hmm. the women were all between ages of 15 and 21. Attacks included beating, intense verbal abuse, dire threats um, if the victims went to the police. And it led authorities to conclude that they had all been perpetrated by the same man. Mm-hmm. And they quickly dubbed him the Scarborough Rapist. During his nearly five-year rampage as the Scarborough Rapist, Paul Bernardo raped and attempted to rape at least 19 young women. Oh God, five years? Yep. The victim were all young women, often grabbed at bus stops, although at least one was 15 years old and was attacked in her own bedroom. He mm. snuck in the bedroom. Bernardo was raping these women with Hamalka's approval. Mm. She was like, yeah. yeah, that's my man. <laughs> so proud of him. You go, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. You're doing great. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so Bernardo was a salesman by trade, and he lured his female victims using pickups and, like, pitches he learned on his day job. Mm-hmm. And... I like this. Hamaka later described how apparently he read the classic horror novel, American Cycle, quote, like his Bible. Jeez. Bye. <laughs> He's not American, though. Yeah. Don't steal our culture. I mean, so once he married Carla, his sadistic streak only increased as she encouraged his behavior. Mm. The couple eventually became known as the Barbie and Ken killer. So let's take it back. 
Carl has met this guy. Mm-hmm. She loves him. Yeah. He's the best. So handsome. So cute. So blonde. So blonde. <laughs> Broad shoulders. Wears a suit nicely. And so they're dating for a while. She's telling all her friends how great she he is. She's telling her family, like, he's the one. Mm-hmm. And they eventually become engaged. Homaka described to one of her friends how Paul and I are happier than ever. He's being so great, so romantic. But that's typically of my honey. That's what she called him. Mm. My honey. My honey. Ugh. But the truth was, three years into the relationship, Paul Bernardo was getting bored. Mm. He complained to Amalka because she was not a virgin when they had met. And so Amalka wanted to do anything to keep him satisfied. She was so worried he was going to leave her. And Bernardo, you know, was kind of giving a lot of attention to her 15-year-old sister, Tammy, who was pretty, you know, like... Pretty, you know, she's 15 years old, so yeah. I'm not going to be like, she was hot. Yeah. But, she, you know, just a pretty young girl. Yeah. It seems like it, they're just a good-looking family. Right, they're a good-looking family. Yeah. They're all, like, blonde and yeah. skinny and, like, have great cheekbones. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tammy was a virgin. Oh, because she was 15. Yep. Instead of being outraged by this, Homaka encouraged him. Mm-hmm. She told Bernardo that she wanted to give him her little sister's virginity as a Christmas present. Ew. As if that's fucking your gift to give for one. Yeah. What the fuck? So on December 23rd, 1990, while at a Christmas party at the Homolka family home, Carla herself spiked her own sister's drink with animal anesthetic. Yeah, like, you know, stuff she got from the vet's office. That night, while the rest of the family was asleep and Tammy was unconscious, Homolka held a halothin-soaked cloth over her sister's mouth and took turns raping her with her fiancé. She also took part in raping her sister. They also videotaped this attack. (gasps) When Tammy eventually began to choke on her own vomit, the couple panicked and tried to hide the evidence before calling the ambulance. Mm. The teenager never regained consciousness, and she was pronounced dead at the hospital. Oh, my God. Although the mysterious chemical burn on her face was noted, the drugs in her system were not detected because they weren't, like, automatically searched for because they were so, you know. And so her death was ruled an accident as the result of choking on vomit from alcohol poisoning. So this didn't do anything to state Bernardo's uh, appetite for blood. The murder of Tammy only increased it. In 1991, Homolka lured another teenager she had befriended at work home. She was now living with Paul Mm. at this point. The couple again drugged the girl, abused her, videotaped it, only this time Jane Doe mm-hmm. survived and woke up with seemingly no memory of the horrific events. They only figured this out after he was caught because they had the videotape. Video. <sighs> and they had to like show it to this girl and be like, that's, that's you, you, right? Yeah. Uh... Then they married on oh, June awesome. 29, 1991 because Mazel. true love really exists. <laughs> yes, Mazel Tov. <laughs> that very same day... June 29, 1991, Mm -hmm. a couple canoeing in Lake Gibson discovered concrete blocks containing human body parts in the water. The remains belonged to 14-year-old Leslie Mahaffey, who had disappeared on June 15th. Mm. She had been kidnapped and abused over the course of several days. As this grisly discovery was made, the killers enjoyed an elaborate wedding ceremony, which included their entrance in a white horse-drawn carriage. Should I just include that detail? Because fuck, man. 
tacky as shit. Tacky <laughs> and also ima- like you can just see the movie where like you see that image and then mm-hmm. it put cuts. To, like cuts to the yeah. image of them pulling that body out. Yeah. And at first they said like they could kind of see things sticking out of it, uh-huh. but because it was a huge block, like the police had to cut into it to find the body. Yeah. Like oh. so they're just partying it up. Yep. <laughs> Almost a year later on April 16th, 1992, the couple struck again. Carla lured a 15-year-old Christian French from a church parking lot, pretending to need directions. So the couple brought French to their home, and for several days they videotaped her as they humiliated, tortured, and sexually abused the teen. French fought to survive, but right before the couple left for Easter Sunday dinner with the Homolka's family, they killed her. Her body was found April 30th in a ditch in Burlington, Ontario. Police soon realized that the murders were connected. And someone had seen the couple in that church parking lot. Mm -hmm. And, like, they released a sketch of Paul Bernardo. And tips began to be called in. Some Mm -hmm. of the co-workers and friends were reporting um, Bernardo's disturbing, like, love for violence and Mm -hmm. all that. You know, so they were like, he's really violent. You might just want to check him out. So, in January 1993, Homolka left her husband after he dealt her a particularly vicious beating with a flashlight. Ah. That, that was the breaking point, yeah. though. Not oh the murders gosh. of the teens, because or he beat sister. her with a flashlight. Yeah. He has been leading you to murder people. You think She's he won't been giving him you? girls. Yeah. So, within two months, a DNA sample was taken from Bernardo and turned up to match the Scarborough rapist case. Mm. Um, he was then put under surveillance and was arrested in February of 1993. So Homolka at this point realizes the gig is up. She gets a lawyer um, and she seeks out a plea bargain in exchange for testifying against Paul Bernardo. She claimed that he had told her he'd raped at least 30 women. Oh my God. And the government agreed for a 12-year sentence in exchange for her cooperation. Mm. Carla had said that she was an abused victim and she felt like she had to do it or else he would kill her. Mm-hmm. And that um, that he was like a cruel sadist and their marriage was awful and she was never happy and all this stuff. However, the courts later found videotapes of the couple showcasing their gruesome crimes. And they discovered that Homolka... Not only was in the videotapes, she appeared happy and she was enjoying the rapes alongside him. So, like, sometimes he would walk away or whatever and then she would just start doing stuff without anyone. He wasn't like, do it. Yeah. She was just doing it of her own free will. However, it didn't matter because the plea bargain was already in effect. So Mm. she received 12 years. Paul Bernardo was found guilty of all the charges against him and was sentenced to life for the rape, murder, and kidnap of two teenage girls. Though it was believed he killed a few more, uh, his rape victims numbered somewhere in the double digits, presumably around 13. Oh. And they think half of them, Carla, either was like lured in, lured yeah. in or was like, a will- like mm-hmm. yeah, do it. Or she was like involved in some way. In 2005, after serving a reduced 12-year sentence, Homolka was released from prison. Mm. Since then, she's changed her name multiple times and quietly moved to a small town in Quebec. She now is remarried and has kids. Mm-hmm. She began working at their school, Notre Dame de Grace, where she would often offer her time to be a supervisor on class field trips. Mm. So there's like a pretty famous photo where like the kids' faces are all blurred out, obviously, but she's mm-hmm. like with... I think her kids. Yeah. And they're like near a school bus, near a school. There's kids playing in the background. She's just like looking at the camera yeah. like, what the fuck are you doing? And people were outraged because until that story surfaced, the people in that school were like, we didn't know. Yeah. Like the, the people who were like, oh, great. You're going to watch our kids or you're mm-hmm. going to 
be on the field trip, they didn't know that she was like a convicted, basically fucking rapist and murderer. That she yeah. killed her sister. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I she can't definitely imagine. shouldn't be allowed to be near children do that. or yeah. anyone. Yeah, yeah, she shouldn't be able to volunteer at the and, school. Yeah, and I didn't know how involved she was, which I guess is why I wanted to pick her. Like, yeah. why I wanted to really do this See, story, even though he's the killer. She liked it. Yeah. She wasn't just like, oh, I have to do this to mm. satisfy my husband. Like, it might have started like that, but yeah. then she got into it. She, like, it. got off on it. Yeah. I See, I only knew the story about her sister. Mm-hmm. I had no idea how gruesome yeah. and involved her, yeah. their, her crimes and really were. There was, there's a few articles that kind of go into Paul Bernardo's cases, but a lot of them are just like, like I don't want to just sit here reading rape cases. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's a few... That are the same exact MO, like mm-hmm. women being picked up from the bus stop, raped, and then like tortured and then left somewhere else mm-hmm. and they're survived. And they think that he had something to do with that. Yeah. And then I think there's two cases where they found bodies that were raped, tortured for multiple days, appeared to be drugged. Mm-hmm. Um, and they think he did it because it's the same time frame, but there's no proof. Yeah. Because there's no DNA on it. So mm-hmm. so they, they were like, we're putting him away. Yeah. So like, yeah. they're not going to spend the money, I guess, which yeah, sucks. But it's also suck. like, you got to think like that money could go towards somewhere else that actually really needs. To solve it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I had no idea how truly fucked up and yeah. disturbing. Also that she helped rape her sister. I didn't yeah. know that part. I, didn't know I, that. I I knew that she like was like oh I'm gonna give you her as a Christmas gift but I yeah. didn't know I knew that like she accidentally died during it kind yes. of yes yeah I knew that part but I didn't mm-hmm. know that I thought she was just like okay we're gonna drug her and then I'll leave while you do yeah. whatever you need to do mm-hmm. but like that's really really yeah. fucked up and they also found that videotape along with all uh, the other ones so there was a videotape yeah which is basically not only a rape video but a snuff film yeah like a the most horrific snuff film ever because she's yeah. fucking choking on vomit mm-hmm. and they were like pretty certain that had they just called the police immediately they would have been able to they would have been able to save her it's because and they didn't do anything either it's not like they rolled her over on her side or anything so they she was choking yeah. it took them like 15 minutes to clean up all that stuff so mm-hmm. she was just choking for 15 minutes yeah. and then all of a sudden you know and her brain didn't have any yeah. air so yeah so no obviously, wonder. You know. wow that, yeah, I'm glad you covered that case because yeah. I, I had never like gotten in depth. Me into neither, because I I guess on the surface it's just like kind of this sounds terrible, but I'm always just like okay, we know what happened. Mm-hmm. They killed they killed her sister. Like yeah. that's always just what I thought. Mm-hmm. But it's so much yeah. deeper than that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And little kids, fourteen years old. They're I mean so young. Baby. Yeah. Oh just awful yeah. he's never getting out right no 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 no, no. life in prison he, he was he was sentenced life in prison without parole for both of the murders and then like 25 years for all the rapes as oh, well okay, so good. he's never getting out good yeah. yeah but she's yeah you but just see out. pictures of yeah, her just she's just out and about yeah she has kids now she's living a totally mm-hmm. happy life who the fuck would marry her after that i i have a feeling she didn't tell him oh yeah because she changed her name she and everything, yeah. I mean, if it was a victim, I wouldn't say where she was living, but yeah. it's fucking, you know. You yeah. can find her all of her pseudonyms online, too, so if you're, oh, in, like, really? if you're in that part of Canada or whatever, and you're like, I want to make sure my fucking... She doesn't live near yeah. me. It Doesn't she have to be on some kind of registry? No. No? No. Jeez. Why? She's not on parole. She served her... She didn't get out on parole. She got yeah. out. So, like... So I think I think dumb. a lot of people don't realize that if you get out on parole, you have to do shit like that. Yeah. But if you just get out, you don't have to do yeah, it. Yeah, of you're that. just in the you're, wind. You're done. Yeah, she definitely shouldn't be allowed to do yep. that. 
Uh, she said, at least I have to tell the school. Yeah. Like, hey, by the way, mm-hmm. I shouldn't be going on field trips and shit. I'm a murderer. Yeah. Of children. But she technically wasn't sentenced to murder. She was just yeah. like an accomplice almost. So that's why she got 12 years. Can you imagine when her kids get older and they find Those out? Oh. Yeah. I think what she was technically sentenced for was like um, when you... You're not doing a crime, but you do something that leads to someone's death, like by not calling the police. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I forget the term Some is called kind of negligent. Yeah, like like a negligent, a, like a negligent or, or, yeah. you know. Like, if you were drowning and I didn't call the police yeah. kind of thing. They're also, in Canada, some of the terms are different yes. and stuff like that. You so. can find the exact thing yeah, online. But, it, I mean, the 12 years is really the big part. Yeah. And she did. She got released a little early, right? She did. Yeah. 2005. Ugh. She should have killed her hairdo yeah. while she was on the yeah. On I the mean, path. On the bright side, I mean, not that there really There's is one. There's really no bright but side. The only thing that I love is that her soul must be killing her from the inside out because she looks like she's 100 years old. She re- Yeah. She does not look she, good. Oh, she looks like a meth head. Yeah, she really went yeah. downhill. And she doesn't even look like that. Look at the one where she's outside with her kids. This one. Yeah, does she not look like <laughs> she, she's dying? Yeah, she looks really <laughs> awful. And, like, she was an okay-looking teenager. She was cute. She was pretty. Yeah, she was a little I cute. think, you know, when but you like, kill people. You could see the yeah. evil in her. Yeah, <laughs> I think when you kill people, it ruins you yeah, from, the, from inside the inside out. She's basically rotting from the inside yeah. out, and she's got to live with that. Yeah. She's reverse Dorian graying it. I mean, how do you explain it to your kids when they're like, why don't we ever see grandma and grandpa? It's like, well, they don't want to see me because I killed their kid. I killed your aunt. Yeah. Yeah. You could have had an aunt. <laughs> you could have had an aunt. Yeah. She has a, another younger sim- sibling, too. Oh, A no. younger brother. Oh, well, he was fine. He was safe. Right. He was safe. But he has to live with not only the fact that his sister's dead, but that his other sister killed him. Yeah. He, he basically Like, has his no life siblings. is just fucking. Yeah. Growing up with that legacy is just, I'm sure it's. He changed his last name. Good. His last name is the mother's maiden name, which is why oh. I didn't say it because it's yeah. in the article. Mm-hmm. But he changed it to that because yeah. he was like, I don't want to fucking move. deal with this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the father's like, I, I can't. Yeah. It's my name. <laughs> Sorry. I think he might be dead, actually, the father. Good. Because so he doesn't have to fucking live in the yeah. same world. I mean, as I'm pretty her. sure he was alive when, back it, happened, when it happened, yeah. but I think he's died since. Oh. I think. R.I.P. You Czechoslovakian asshole. <laughs> oh, yeah. I f- even forgot that yeah, he was a right? piece of shit. You're like, what? Because she's such a but, piece of okay. shit. He seems, like, he seems like he was probably a little rough with the mother. Yeah. But he never, apparently he never hit the kids, mm-hmm. wasn't really even a big yeller at the kids or whatever. They just he just fought, like, right? Yeah, he just fought with the yeah. mother and they say like got a bit rough but they didn't say like struck her or anything yeah. like so for me it sounds like they screamed he probably at screamed other. at her mm-hmm. maybe threw something against the wall or something like that like, yeah like there was some it wasn't anything conflict. crazy where you're like oh that's why she's a killer yeah. you know what i mean where like fucking john wayne's gacy's dad or something like that where you're like well that's why he's a killer yeah it's like there's nothing there that decidedly yeah, she's just has some seed yeah of evil it's like nature her. and nurture where yeah. like a lot of people are like I wonder if she didn't meet Paul, if she would have just never killed. Yeah, maybe it's just she a just perfect storm, right. them meeting each of other. like her liking that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and meeting someone who likes it so much he wants to, you know what I mean? And like where, loving him so much that she feels right. like, okay, I have to I go have out to and do this. this and then gets into it. And then it. gets into yeah. it, yeah, because she has something inside her that kind of likes yeah. it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. had she just never met that guy, she would have just been Who like, knows? I guess this is my weird kink. Yeah. Choke me, daddy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like everyone. Now. Yeah. 
Um, wow. So I'm glad you did all yeah. that. Yeah. It was a good case to pick. Poor kids. Yeah. And She's it w- two. Two sons. Ugh. Wow. Who are probably like 18 now. Oh, really? I think when she got out in 2000, or not when she got out in 2005. I when think the in, picture when was the taken. picture was taken, they were like 12. One of them was like 12. Oh, and I thought I think they that were was... little for some reason. Well, I don't know when that picture was taken. I think it was a few years ago, though. I mm-hmm. think it was like five years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. her kids could I be... think it just took her a few years to get married and get pregnant. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, she has two, so I don't know the mm-hmm. exact ages and like... How yeah, far? well, one might we be like four. Know any yeah, of yeah, that. yeah, yeah. There is a little bit more information. I think it. I think you can find out like when they were kind of born. Yeah. Just because people were like, "How long did it take a murderer to have kids?" You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and to a heinous fucking yeah. murderer. But yeah, everyone fucking leave those kids alone. Yeah. Don't don't take it out on the kids. Yeah, it's their mother that's a piece of shit, and she's rotting from yeah. the inside like a pumpkin. I hope, so I hope they're in therapy. Oh, oh, I know, but I really hope they are. Yeah. What if because they kill their mother? <laughs> well, the issue is, too, it's like it's their mother. So the mm-hmm. mother's not going to be like, they need therapy to get over this. You know what yeah. I mean? It'd, it'd be to like. Talk about how yeah. horrendous she is. Which, like, she could be the best mother in the world, but she still was a murderer. Like, so, yeah. like, even if she is a great mother right now, she still killed a bunch of people and, mm-hmm. like, kind of didn't get punished for it. Yeah. And those kids it's... have to live with that. Where, like, in an age now where they could Google her mother. His, mm-hmm. That's the only part I hate that that her name was released. All her, of all yeah, of her, her aliases, aliases, which is like good because it's like people should know, but also it's like well they could Google the mom's name and find, and out. find it, yeah. And well, then it's kind of like that sucks for them, but mm-hmm. but and they should know too. Also, like, imagine being like, okay, the only reason I'm alive is that there was kind of this miscarriage of justice, right. and my mom got out of prison. Yeah, and people are furious over. Yeah, like, I'm sure. I mean. It, People said it was it was like the worst thing that's ever happened in Canadian history. That that yes. that specific, not like even yeah. that case, because uh-huh. there have been worse cases. But like the it, idea it that you're going to give someone because they thought she was an abused, like an, yeah. a victim, so they, they were, were like, tricked. okay, we'll give you. And then they made the deal, they signed it away, whatever. And then they find those videotapes, and imagine and, yeah. that police officer who's like. Oh, oh my no. god! Yeah, like we've made a terrible mistake, mm-hmm. but it's basically it's just too, too late. late. Too late for to put her back in too. Yeah. Um. Well, let's do it. Yeah. Let's go up there ourselves and put her back in. <laughs> get in the box. Yep, get in there. <laughs> so we are Helen High Horror. We're Helen High Horror on everything except Twitter. On Twitter, we're Hell High Horror. We're almost at a thousand followers on Yay! Instagram. Hell yeah. What about on Twitter? What on Twitter, we're tweetsters? nowhere near. We're at like four hundred and something people. <laughs> if you're not following on us on fucking Twitter, we need to get your ass. We need to also start posting memes on Twitter. Yeah, that's or our start thing. tweeting. We're not yeah. even really. We only tweet like, when we have when a new our, episode. Yeah. We reblog. I'll work on it. Reblog. We retweet like um other murderly yeah. shows when they release an, an episode. Maybe and stuff I'll just like stop that. tweeting on mine because I I get quite a few likes on my tweets sometimes. Yeah. Maybe I'll just tweet them on. Yeah, there. you could the ones that are relevant. Yeah, not, not the mm-hmm. ones where I'm like. Today I went to the gas station. Uh. <laughs> um, so we can be reached for all of your spooky needs at, at Helen- 621 <laughs> at gmail.com. We'd love to get your stories, your mm-hmm. personal stories. Tell us your deep, dark secrets. And but, you know, keep your bullshit to yourself. Yes. I don't want that deep, dark secret. <laughs> I don't need to know that you're sexually attracted to your brother or anything. No, we don't like want that. any of Just that. Just the spooky Alabama secrets. shit. 
So <laughs> roll tide. <laughs> roll tide. <laughs> so um, what else? Our Patreon is still up. We're going to be recording our next wild card yes. episode soon. Once I research it. Yes. So sorry. Um, don't worry. We'll get it to you. Yeah. We're going to be a pod X. Yeah. At the end buy of tickets, May. Buy tickets. Um, other great. You know, it's like a great deal because other great Aaron Mankey will be there. Uh, Robbie Achaudry. Yep. Stephen Ray Morris. Mm. So there's going to be a lot of great yep. people there. Uh, it's going to be fun. We're working hard mm-hmm. on our two shows that we're doing. Yep. I hear, uh, you know, J-Lo might be there. Uh, <laughs> she might. Beyonce might yeah. be lurking around. Beyonce might go. Tim McGraw, his <laughs> restaurant's nearby. It he is. might stop by. Don't go to Kid Rock's yeah. place. But he could be there. I mean, I'm just Anyone saying, could be there. No one's saying they're not going to be yeah. there is what I'm saying. <laughs> We're not excluding anyone. Yeah. Beyonce didn't specifically say she won't be there. Yeah, she so she, she did she not RSVP be there. Though, so yeah, <laughs> check our Twitter and our Instagram for any more information we post about yeah. that. You can use code horror, horror to get ten percent off your tickets. I don't remember if it was ten dollars or ten percent. Ten percent. Yes, absolutely do that because we know that buying tickets to these conventions yeah. and stuff can be. A I will say it's not people. it's not a crazy price. No. But it is, you know, ten percent off is a good Yeah, it's good, it's, it's a significant a amount bit. off. Yeah. So um yeah, I think that's all we have, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay, happy hauntings, happy everyone. Happy hauntings. Bye. Bye. Bye.